This episode of Shattered Soulstone is brought to you by Rockstar Boom, the best energy drink ever. Oh, wait. That's not really a part of the show. This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode 106, Nevik's Bloody Tip. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash soulbooks2015. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Patreon. Support the Shattered Soulstone. With your support, you can help the show grow. Become a patron today. Patreon.com slash soulstone. Strap in, folks. This is going to be fun. Coming to you from a half-empty bottle of white wine. Antonio. I found a nice little trifecta last night in uh, Hardcore that I'm hoping makes me loaded. Frasia. Oh, wait, wait a minute, what happened? Like, you lose five seconds of your life, you wake up. Chill. It gives you 38.2 yummies per second. With 13 to 38 yummies and 150 nom nom noms per second. Coming to you from the dark recesses of the proverbial Don Fudge Patch, this is episode 106 of the Shattered Tilson, your Diablo Community Podcast. It is Thursday, November 19th, and I'm your host, Nevik, and I'm joined by Brazia. How are you, sir? I do not know how to follow that one, um, but uh, I'm doing well. Other than that, <laughs> doing well. Thanks. How about you? I'm in a weird mood. It's been a weird couple days. I've sliced up my middle finger. It's awesome. So I'm always flipping. No, I'm not flipping people off because it's just the tip. But uh, you know, That's just the tip. Said. Yep, exactly. So yeah, it's been an interesting week of gaming. <laughs> <laughs> needless right. to say needless to say and uh i i'm just gonna i'm gonna lead the show off with this i suck at first person shooters at least competitive competitively i i blame it on all of the years of playing halo and why am i talking about this but and uh then destiny came along and you know you can play against pve and the movement in that game is awesome. The gunplay is awesome, and I think Overwatch has been ruined for me. I just, I, it's not the game for me. So there we go. It's, uh, it's out of the way. We can talk about Diablo now. So, Bracia, <laughs> how was your week? Uh, pretty good. A busy work week at this time of year, anyways. But um, I've jumped in, played a little bit of uh, the PTR, um, just for kind of a couple hours, but not like seriously enough doing the testing. I'm letting the real. Uh, testing experts out there doing working on the PTR posting their mm-hmm. videos all the time showing us all what's up and what's down um, do their stuff I'm just more or less having some fun with it just to kind of try out some different builds and then you know I kind of think I've hit my wall when it comes to playing Diablo uh, at least for this season it's like mm-hmm. I've had that motivation and all of a sudden this past week it doesn't seem to be there like I oh, do no. log in and I do kind of piddle around doing another rift or two but it's just kind of like okay about 15 minutes i'm done you know and i think the sweet spot for me is that three months because it's been about three months yes and then i'm done and yep. i'm like okay it's time to move on and i think that what also made me think about things is i might go back to softcore for next season 
just because if I end up having some time traveling and stuff for work, I don't have the time to come back and, and level up another tune and try yeah. to get gear them all up again and get going. So if I, you know, if the character dies, I can just turn off the game and be okay with it. Not be right. like, oh, great, now I've got to spend another... Yeah, I know it's not the leveling part's like real quick. I mean, you can jump in there and get leveled up again. But it's the but gems. It's yeah. running in the other stuff. Gems and... In a couple of hours getting the gear. It, yeah, and it's going to be gear again. It will... Call the Sun's despair. Holy crap. If you are going to be pushing um, and you lose and you've spent... You know, countless hours. You know, leveling mm -hmm. up gems to sacrifice them to augment your gear. Oh my goodness, it's gonna hurt so much more. Welcome back, hardcore. Hardcore right. has been brought back to Diablo. It is no longer this somewhat of a setback kind of hardcore play. It is now fully fledged all hardcore. Oh my goodness, it's going to. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm almost considering going softcore for a season just because of that. But, uh, but no, I mean, I'm glad that it's gotten to that point because, like, if you're going to be pushing 70, 80, 90, trying to go mm -hmm. for 100 hardcore, greater rift, then you're mm -hmm. talking, like, countless hours of putting in effort. Yeah. Um, even if the, the uh, damage cre uh, creep is getting higher. It's just that, like, for myself personally, I don't have that that time and luxury to do that. So I want to kind of go back. and But I'm glad it's there because that challenge needs to be there. If you want to continue to draw in the type of people who want that kind of a challenge in their mm -hmm. life, when it comes to playing Diablo, you know yeah. they don't care. Okay, I put in a hundred and whatever hours, and I just lost my hardcore character who was pushing level ninety-five, greater yeah. rift, and like ah, oh. you know yeah, what? The thrill for them is to get back on the horse and do it again. Yeah, and it's see if like they can do better. The the level of dedication that you're going to have, mm. that you're going to have to have, I should say to push into the into the higher portion of the leaderboards it's just i mean oh my goodness it's going to be crazy and if they don't find some way of squashing all of this botting i mean right. e i mean it's not quite as a pressing problem in hardcore as it is in softcore but still you know it's still a problem because i mean they're, they're it, with yeah, oh my goodness yeah I, I don't even really <laughs> want to go into it because we've talked about botting so much. So, but, exactly. Yeah, I, I, well, you know, I will be playing softcore at least when you know network stability issues occur because I'm not overly optimistic that they have solved all of whatever server hiccups we've been encountering in season four. And uh, you know, the rebirth feature is a perfect way for me to you know repurpose my long neglected softcore characters and take them into seasons to do stuff so i yeah i don't oh, know i like that but I, I i mean i will definitely be playing hardcore and that will most likely be my focus but maybe i'll spend more time softcore this time i i don't know so mm -hmm. it's going to be very well, interesting like i agree i mean i think i might to take the opposite approach where softcore is what I'll probably spend most of my time in, but I might do at least one hardcore character. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, I do enjoy it. I do enjoy that kind of thrill of, oh, no, you know, like I want to make sure that I'm playing you know, cautiously Gosh, enough as well <laughs> as doing enough damage. I mean, it feels like, you know, I have to wait. What's coming around the corner? It's never going to lead me into another pack. It's going to kill me, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> but... It, right. is, it could be frustrating to get killed, but at the same time, it's like exhilarating to be like, "Oh, geez, I just escaped that." 
mm-hmm. you know, and I still like that feeling. So I probably will still have at least one hardcore character, but I, if I lose that character, I'm probably not going to be jumping into making the second or third. Oh, so. but oh, no, no. I, I completely understand. It's, yeah, it's going to be... Season 5 is going to be pretty pretty darn impressive. I, I'm i looking yeah. forward to it. I think we all are. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I think everybody is. And, it, I mean, it, it's the holidays, you know, we're, we're finally getting around to... It's almost officially Christmas time. Thanksgiving is next week. You know, mm-hmm. the, the real Thanksgiving, because, you know, the Canadian giving, that's definitely not... That's... No, that's <laughs> not right. Ah, so... Huh. Um, because, oh, you know, that was... Words. Yeah, that was last month. So, but uh, as for me, I have been trying to spend more time playing Diablo, um, if only because I I just I want to try to make one last push on the leaderboards, and so I'm still farming gear. Um, I've been leveling up my gems slowly, you know, getting them up there. I I have them up to I think most of them are at rank fifty two now. Uh, the the ones that I use for static charge. Um, I think the other, yeah, I think my bane of the stricken is at fifty one, but my my bane of the trapped and my simplicity strength are both at rank fifty two. So that's coming along. I still have an ancient. I have one of the Shenlong's fist that is ancient. Unfortunately, um, it rolled with life after kill, so I can't re-roll life on hit on it. I believe, which is kind of poopy. But, um, so basically I need both, I need to replace both of my weapons so that I can have life on hit on both. Um, I have a decent pair of ancient, uh, raiment gloves that I was able to re-roll. This, this is the weirdest thing. I was re-rolling the secondary stats to get the stun on hit proc and, oh my goodness, that does not come up very often. (laughs) I mean, Mm -hmm. wait, it's like... It's that elusive critical hit chance 6% on your helm, right? You know, it's super hard to get. So, I mean, I think I was getting up towards like 11 million gold per reroll at that point. And it's wow. sitting at 3.3%, which is about, I mean, it's a little above average in turn or the middle of the pack because it can roll from, I think it's like 1% to 5.1%, I believe is the range on it. Mm-hmm. And ideally, you want to get that 5.1%. And then you need your belt to also roll with, you know, I think it's freeze on hit, something like that. And I'm not sure what the range on that is, but you essentially want 10% chance to either stun or freeze. And then you can cube Ancient Parthen Defenders and you can get rid of um, your... No, well, I don't remember exactly what... There, there were some changes that you could make with the gear. And uh, I do know that you need an Ancient Eye of Peskov which I don't have. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> there's still so much gearing that I have to do. And so I've just slowly been doing that. I'm still in love with the static charge. I'm glad that the playstyle staying for season five, you know, post 2.4, um, the group nerf to static charge. But uh, after watching Quinn's video, he he was running a hybrid with Raymond and Inna's. And he was because with Inna's, you sudden you know you get the re the repurposed Inna's now gives you all of your spirit allies, and then if you equip the crudest or yeah is it the crudest boots yeah I believe that's the name of the boots that doubles all of your allies, 
So then you run with 10 allies, and then I believe there's uh, a belt, or maybe it's bracers. I forget exactly what it is, but it will it will give you damage reduction based on how many um, allies you have, or something like that. It's, you know, something mm-hmm. absurd. So you, you can get some crazy damage reduction. You get some crazy damage output. Quinn was also running with, uh, he wasn't running focus and restraint anymore, which is kind of nice because then you don't have to worry about those moments where you've blown through your dashing strike charges and you don't have enough spirit in order to, you know, dashing strike to keep your uh, restraint, you know, the uh, spender buff on it going. Um, He was using, uh, I'm trying to remember, I think it's the Endless Walk or the Endless Path. Um, It is the Compass Rose, which is the ring, and the Traveler's Pledge, the Amulet, which... uh, have been redone where the set bonus is well standing still you'll gain buffs or you'll gain stacks up to up to 100 which will increase your damage by 100 percent but while you're moving those stacks will decay and then you'll build up stacks up to 50 of damage reduction so uh, so they they always balance each other so um, if you stutter step, you'll always keep the damage reduction, so you actually have to stand still for like more than a second in order for the damage to start um, gradually increasing. So um, it, it's kind of an interesting idea. I really like the give and take with the damage output versus the damage reduction. I, I mean, it's like the, you know, back when, um, you know, the uh, Taeguk, the legendary gem. You know, once you once you reach rank 25, it not only increases your damage, it also increases your uh, armor per stack. And I really like this idea um, of, you know, stuff that gives you offensive power and defensive power because, I mean, it looks like we are definitely going to be pushing even higher for sure. <laughs> and uh, it's actually kind of scary almost. I mean, because <laughs> all, all it takes is a little blip in the network connection and your hardcore character's dead so i mean it's gonna be it's gonna be very very interesting so yeah i have spent some time on the ptr um after wednesday's night's west march workshop i i just got this itch and i had to go scratch it because uh nine ball was talking about the the combination the hybrid of running four piece marauders and four piece shadow mantle and while my gear was and my setup was far from optimal, I was clearing Greater Rift sixties casually. I mean, it was I was what? having like over five to eight minutes left to clear, you know, clearing them. So it's like, yeah, there's definitely some you know major power creep going on now. <laughs> I'm sure there's the numbers are going to get tuned a little bit, um, but I look forward to it. I still not a hundred percent sure what I'm going to do in season five. I mean, we're, I mean, still have plenty of time to figure that out, but I know for, for a fact that it will never, ever be the one class that isn't a class, the, you know, the puke doctor. So, you know, all, all you folks out there hoping that I'll, I'll start puking all over the place. That's only going to happen if I actually get sick, you know, like E. coli or something like that. So, uh-huh. yeah, well, you know, there's been an outbreak of E. coli in, uh, uh, California as well now from Chipotle, so that's that's fantastic. Oh, nice. Yep, Chipotle. Make me want to go to Chipotle again. Yep, Chipotle or Chipoople. I don't know. Their food is really good though. Oh my goodness.
things. No, I have to agree with that. We had them last week for the first time. It was really good. Yeah, it's really, really good. But, um, yeah, I'm sitting at Paragon 731, so I did a little bit of work, you know, um, leveling up legendary gems. You know, that that that's always very beneficial in ter- terms of XP gain, so... Um, that's pretty much all that I've done. I mean, I haven't really found anything amazing. I haven't found, you know, a Marius Kaleidoscope that I'm going to lose at some point, but... <sighs> I still can't believe I did not nope out of that that Greater Rift. I really should have. As soon as I saw all the ghosts, I should have been like, yeah, maybe 62 with ghosts is not a great idea. Yeah. No, no, no. No, not at all. Yeah, so let's talk about Audible. You know, they... Sure. they they sponsor us. You can go to bit.ly slash soulbooks2015 to get a free audiobook. It's absolutely free. Uh, you will be signing up for a 30-day free trial, which will give you access to all of their member offers, as well as digital versions of the New York Times and Wall Street Journal. And should you continue your membership past those 30 days, every month that you continue your membership, you will get a credit to use on over 180,000 titles. They have a lot, and it's always growing. So, you know, Probably soon we'll be updating the copy to say over 190,000, even though the copy still says 150. So, you know, that goes to show how old this copy is here in our show notes. So go to bit.ly slash soulbooks2015, and I guess we're going to be updating that soon, because before you know it, it's going to be ho-ho-ho time. Oh, no kidding. (laughs) Ho-ho-ho. So we got some tweeters from our fans, our lovely fans. So, Brazier, why don't you start us off? Sure. Uh, starting first with Playwriter 2, the, at Shatterstone, at Nevik Jim, killed me when he said, for all the hell I give Witch Doctor, there's still not a class. <laughs> <laughs> I almost fell out of my truck, episode 104. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, they aren't. I mean, they just aren't. So I mean, well, no, it can't help it. I mean, it can't be a class if you're a demigod. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm very classist. I, I will admit this. So yes, I, I've noticed <laughs> that. I think we all have. <laughs> Next e, uh, tweet is from Josuki's hair. He said, "Tries not to make a Trek joke <laughs> at Diablo at Shatterstone." He had a picture of a rare gloves and the name is smash myth yep <laughs> and all of it. a sudden it's like you're an all-star blah 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 i don't remember the lyrics yep hey now you're an all-star Get yep. game on let's go hey hey all right, you remember sorry. them hey now you're an all-star get your game on go play hey now you're a rock star get the show on get Next is from our friend Leviathan saying at Shatterstone, the Shattered Hoodstone episode, though. Welcome <laughs> to the Brotherhood of Aww. the Hood. <laughs> yep. There I love it. Brotherhood of the I Hood. I don't have a hood this week, but I'll put my <laughs> thing up like that. Uh, let's see. I mean, this thing's starting to turn into a blanket. It's getting too big on me. <laughs> but anyways, uh, next is from at Karova. At Shatterstone, downloaded episode 105. We'll listen to it tonight while playing the StarCraft campaign. Progressing slowly, one a, one a day. I think mm. you're going to enjoy it. 
Is that a my uh, a men's Speed vitamin? I can't wait to start playing it. Uh, no. Or you know, an <laughs> apple. An apple day keeps the apple day. keeps the um, Zelnaga away. Sure. Yeah, I know <laughs> my Starcraft. Not. <laughs> so yeah, I was gonna say a pylon a day keeps the Zerg away. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That that works a lot better. There you go. So next tweet is from Josuki's hair. He says, "Really busy night last night at Diablo at Shatterstone. Looks like he'd clear every single bounty. bounty. Yeah, yeah, that was a busy night. Uh, are you looking forward to doing bounties all over, tons of them all over again? Considering I really didn't do a ton of them other than very early in the season, uh, I don't think I mind." But I know they're going to have to be a lot done in order to get all the, the recipes that I need and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm hoping I actually, like, when they do that, that weekend of, um, you know, whatever, quadruple bounties or whatever they felt like doing. Wouldn't that be nice that if they I did that again? I actually can play that weekend. Yeah, or if they did that more than once just per season, you know, it'd be right. be kind of nice to have. I mean, we're, we're not looking for weekly community buffs, but, you know, maybe at least monthly. You know, we, we could do well, three community buffs per season. That would be awesome. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, instead of doing a buff, if they just increase the number that you get mm. from the extra cash anyways, then yeah. they can kind of make that up. But then I realized, eh, they still have the botting problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, there there is one small adjustment uh, coming into for if you're doing bounties at Torment 10, they finally realized maybe we should give a little bit more incentive to running at Torment 10 all the time. So instead of getting four out of your cash, you'll get five. So when you double that, when you get the bonus, you'll, you'll have ten instead of eight. So, yeah. So I like that. I like that a lot. So That's a good one. Uh, next tweet again from Josuki's hair. I found a quill rat at Diablo at Shatterstone. That's a and cute little... And it's a little... great picture of... Uh, is that a hamster? Gerbil. Hamster. Uh, I don't know. I know I mean, the difference is their tail, and I forgot what it was. It could be. I, I think that's a hamster. If it's a hamster, that's a really big one, too. Maybe it's a gerbil. In, I don't know. Unless Josuki is just a really tiny guy. I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe he's a wee little lad. And, you know... When... Yeah, because that thing is bigger, like, bigger than his hand. <laughs> it's almost as bad as, That's yeah, what she it's, said. It's big. Yep. So. Oh, hey. <laughs> I wasn't going there. Oh, but I did. Yeah. So, uh, next tweet is from Hogai underscore CTR. He said, next year at Shatterstone, gotta make it to BlizzCon. Shatter's Calf was completely fab. Great event for Diablo community development. Yeah, I agree. I, I do feel like we missed out a lot on that one. Yeah. But I don't think anybody expected they were going to do what they did. Like, they figured, oh, everything usually gets done on stage. And this year, it was just one thing on stage and two days of just talking to these guys, which, you know, yep. it'd be awesome. But, I mean, it's... Uh... As much as I would love it to all be televised, you know, it makes actually going to the con worth it. So Yeah, it does. Because, I mean, with, with your pass, you get the virtual ticket anyways. So you don't have to worry about going to the panels unless you absolutely really want to. Like, 
you know, if Diablo only has one panel, you know, maybe you actually go to that one and then spend the rest of the time over at the Slaughtered Cafe Inn or the Slaughtered yeah. Slaughtered Inn Cafe, as uh, Monstrous kept wanting to say. <laughs> well, I hope, uh, hope things turn out a little bit better next year for us and uh, we can at least show up this year. So, that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, next is from... Oh, is a reply to that, at Nevik James. Easier said than done, my good sir, but I hope to be there next year. Yeah. I really do. I, I think... I think if I just planted myself, if they did the Slaughtered Cafe in again, I could plant myself there, and I would be able to probably make it without not without having to worry about having a wheelchair or anything. So, I, I could probably do that, you know, because I, I, can, I can manage being on my feet a little bit, but not a lot. <laughs> I was going to say, I've got a spare wheelchair in the house if you want it. Yeah. And I could push you all around the place. Yeah, like I know. Everybody would get out of our way. It would be awesome. Exactly. We get in the front of the line of everything. Yep. Yeah. We wouldn't. We wouldn't necessarily have to have press badges. No. It'd be the uh, Shatterstone train. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With uh, engineer uh, Nevik. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, in response to that, Ha Guy um, said, "I understand, but it really did help me appreciate the entire team that supports the game." Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it, it's more than just uh, a handful of talking heads. You know, you from what I understand, it was just like as many developers they could bring to this. So uh, yeah, there was a lot of great information. Yeah, a lot of the artists, a lot of the uh, user interface designers spent some time there. You know, it, it just wasn't you know the big, wasn't the big names that you know. So, I mean, when when we were at that mixer, you know, we were talking to what that yeah. that UI designer for quite a while. I mean, oh my god, yeah, he was fantastic. I mean, he started out on the StarCraft team, mm -hmm. told us everything was going on. He actually is from Rhode Island, so he was um, <laughs> like where he started working is um, at a stop and shop that's right on the same road as this, as the building that I work out of. Oh, like literally small two minutes world. away from each other. Yeah, I'm like, what a small world. And then, I mean, he started doing a lot of web, web development, and they liked the UI stuff, and he applied, and he was like, oh, yeah, try that. So, I mean, a lot of stuff you saw in StarCraft and then the UI development here in Diablo, I mean, all comes from this guy. and It was, it was pretty awesome. It was really good. And then I talked to a couple of the... Uh, uh, the systems guys, and mm -hmm. you know, they talked a lot about how the, the just the hardware of what they have, along with the software of what they're putting in the system, to get the game off the off the ground, mm -hmm. um, to be able to to work with all the calculations and all of of what's going on. I mean, it was just a lot of interesting information from behind the scenes that normally you would not get because people would be like, "I just want to know what the next feature is." That's my question right. for you guys up there. You know, and, uh, and these guys are like, no, man, we're telling you everything from the ground up, what we did and how we did it. And it was fun. I Yeah, I just could imagine how great it was at that slotted cafe-in. Yeah. So Nineball Gamer replies to that um, tweet and said, I would love to see the Shattered Stone crew there next year. I would love to be able to go there. There's a few things that have to happen in personal life that you would allow that to happen. And it has, I should say it was money. It is not money. <laughs> that had not, not even an issue. It's just um, availability of taking care of some people that need to be taken care of. Ah, uh, yes. So, yeah. That's what happens when you're a sandwich generation. Yep. Um, and then next is a reply from Hog Eye. 
Yes, an even wilder time with the legendary hotel room party. <laughs> and plus, at KSB Podcast. Oh my god, I would love to see that. Yeah, it's almost like uh, maybe going forward it should be what what happens at BlizzCon stays at BlizzCon. (laughs) Because then maybe Nineball wouldn't be, you know, maybe his closet affection towards Jar Jar would not have been revealed. Oh really, yeah. And now, now I'm imagining very pointed words being typed at this moment, well at least when he hears this. Um, on Twitter, directed at me for, you know, calling him out on the fact that he actually does love Charger. So it's all facade. The evil one. But oh, you know what? If we use that logic, that means I actually love witch doctors. Okay, no, it's not true. He definitely hates Charger because I definitely hate puke doctors. So <laughs> we we almost had you there. Yeah, we can't apply that logic because then that would stab me in the back. So no, that doesn't work. Oh, that's not fair. We like to stab you from the front. <laughs> I know it's rogues that do it from behind. That's right. We're not yeah. rogues. Yeah. Uh, so next tweet is also from Hogeye, CTR. He says, at Nevik James, at BlizzCon, at Diablo, at Shatterstone. Haha, <laughs> great forum masterpiece theater. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've really, you know, it's just sometimes the forum posts, they're just not entertaining. Like, I just, I don't. So, nothing grabs me, so it's like, you know, just it's once in a once in a while thing. So, <laughs> okay. Sometimes I also hurt my vocal cords doing some of the weird voices, so <laughs> that's another reason. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, you got to give that uh, a rest. So, um, next tweet is from Kurova. It said, "At Shatterstone, can you rebirth from softcore to hardcore?" No, Man, I wish. <laughs> no, Kurova, you can't. The rebirth, you will stay in the same mode. So if you're in softcore, you'll go to softcore season. If you're rebirth a hardcore character, they will go to hardcore season. There is no crossover. Because it could make things kind of weird. So. Yeah. Then at Corvus at at Shatterstone, epic moment at Nevik James' son. The pizza is here! Love it. Oh my goodness. I have a story about that. That pizza messed me up so bad that night. Really? Holy. And it was a flatbread. It was a flat bread pizza. Flatbread? No, it was like. Well, it was a squarish, really thin crust. I mean, it was really good. It was so freaking yeah, good. Yeah, and that flatbread? Oh, yeah. It was so good. But the combination of the red onions and the pepperoni was just oh i had the worst indigestion for hours afterwards oh you had it going fine until you put the pepperonis with the red onions i mean Mm -hmm. one or the other but not both man yeah i'm surprised you didn't throw things like you know hot peppers on there (laughs) i almost did do crushed red pepper but i'm glad that i didn't in retrospect so how about sriracha i don't you know i not a big fan of sriracha you know i I, I will take, um, I remember, I, I don't know if this is a uh, you know, countrywide chain, but we have um, Black Angus. It's a steakhouse restaurant mm-hmm. chain. And I've heard of it. They are somewhat heralded for their prime rib. And uh, mm. one time with my wife's family, we went out. This was like years ago, back when there were multiple Black Anguses open in this area. And we were, we were just one-upping each other on like how much horseradish we could take 
and I mean we we weren't doing the creamy horseradish. We asked for fresh, grinded horseradish, and I took my prime rib and I dipped it in there, and every like every surface, every crack, every you know everything on that piece of prime rib was just soaking in horseradish. It was so good, but. You know, I, I could breathe for, for quite a long time, you know, I, I although I, I had this drainage problem, you know, with my with my nose, but it was so good. So good. I don't know if they did that lead the horse, you know boop. <laughs> I don't remember, so probably not. But yeah, oh, uh, okay, so no fire out the other end? Yeah, but uh Alright. Yeah. Who <laughs> who was it? Sorry, I'm going off on a tangent. Just, just a because total tangent night. <laughs> because I mean, it makes me think of wasabi. Because you know, wasabi's also really, really freaking good. Um, oh, I love it. Somebody yeah. was talking about how they just eat horseradish. You know, just straight, or I'm mean, not horseradish. Uh, wasabi. And ah. and if you've ever seen the movie with uh, Jean Reno in it, um, there's a scene with wasabi, and this is how the movie got the name wasabi. Oh god, it's so good, so very good. Somebody, somebody's all like, he just is all like, oh, what is this? And then he eats it, and then it's like for three minutes he's just like suffering, like <laughs> just so good. And I mean, it looked genuine, so I, I think he actually did it. So <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. All right, let's get back to the tweets before I completely right. derail the show again. Sounds good. Uh, next tweet from Dr. Trevor Bell says. Hashtag Diablo, hashtag podcast list at Brave Sir Dave, at Diablo2Net, at KSB Podcast, at Shattered Stone, at The Diablo Show, at The Westmark Workshop. Stay a while and listen at Diablo. Yep. So he. Stay a while. Yeah. He went through and he listed out a bunch of Diablo podcasts. And I was like, wait, Brave Sir Dave? What is that? So, uh,. There is another Diablo podcast out there. I don't know if Yay, I don't know if he Diablo. has an official name. I think it's tied to his blog, which is diablodiaries.net. And it's uh he hasn't I mean this isn't like a regular podcast on a weekly schedule or even a monthly schedule. It's kind of like a spur of the moment, you know, like you're feeling it and you record and it's a solo show. So, yeah, his last episode <laughs> was a couple weeks ago, but now that he's now that we're promoting him and, you know, Dr. Trevor Bell, you know, made it made it known to us that this other show existed. It's like he's all like, oh, well, actually, you know what? I'm spoiling a tweet, so we'll, we'll just get there. Okay. Yep. All right. So the next tweet is at Shatterstone. Remember how we're always wanting more Diablo podcasts to listen to? At Dr. Trevor Bell informed us of at Brave Sir Dave at D and... It is www.diablodiaries.net. Yep. And then uh, Medros replied, A long while. <laughs> Have you heard, seen the runtime of Shadowstone alone? Sheesh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've had some long shows. Yeah. <laughs> this weekly format has not made them get any shorter. Although our last show was, yeah, it was like under an hour and a half. So I mean, we're slowly, oh. we're slowly getting there. <laughs> All right. So the next uh, tweet from at Brave Sir Dave. Thank you for having me on the list. Now that I have more than two listeners, I'll start a regular schedule. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we're we're gonna have, good. we're gonna have to hold him to it, you know, because we do need we need more Diablo podcasts out there. Exactly. Because it's I mean, like what, I'm what, starting to think we need more Walking Dead podcasts. I'm not liking any of the ones I listen to anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of agree. Yeah, but that's another story. Yeah. Um. So next is at Avenged Against getting a PC soon that can run Diablo. Uh, any that are on sale for about $299 on Black Friday that you've seen at Nine Ball Gamer at Shattered Stone. I've not seen any yet. Yeah, I haven't really been, because I'm not really in a position to, you know, go, oh, Black Friday, let's go, buy, buy, buy. No. So I, I right. haven't really been paying attention. Um, I do, I think it was, was it Best Buy or maybe Fry's Electronics, which is a, um, they're, mainly in california but i think there's one in washington and oregon and maybe one in texas of all places but um i remember seeing something about a 79 dollar laptop but you know anything that that's cheap is that cheap probably not gonna is not gonna run diablo all that well so if 299 is kind of like your cap your ceiling on what you want to spend go buy a ps4 and buy the ultimate evil edition unless that's what you're already playing then can't oh. can't help you too much. I mean, you can build your own PC, um, but I mean, you, you can get a decent graphics card for under a hundred and fifty dollars for sure. So, but processor. Yeah, and also, um, like you can look at Amazon too to see if they have stuff going on. But for me, we've gotten the last couple computers from CyberPower PC. Mm-hmm. It's a California-based. You know, it's kind of like they build all the computers custom, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they've been pretty cheap. Like they have some great deals, like la- laptops that are you know two three hundred dollars that are actually pretty decent laptops. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously not the, the the latest and greatest, but I mean they're still you know even if they they seem like they would run the way it would a year or two ago for graphics and everything else, I think that would still be good enough to run Diablo. Yeah, yeah. My my computer that I use for gaming is now almost almost four years old um mm-hmm. handles diablo perfectly fine um except for except for when you have all those flipping pets from the puke doctor running around you know e- e- even with the reduced gamma or alpha on those pets you know oh actually you know what it's not just them it's also demon hunters with all the chakrams so right yep Yep. So, right. or wizards and with then, all of their and then meteors. Those monks with all those jumping around and everything. Yeah, yeah. All those palms and yeah, explosions. Monks. Yeah, and barbs with all those tornadoes and crusaders. Right. Just crusaders. You know. Well, then I guess you just need to stop playing any class. <sighs> I guess so. You know, I'll just go play heroes. That. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So this is the Shattered <laughs> Nexus Stone, your Diablo-focused Nexus of the Storm podcast. That's terrible. I shouldn't. I shouldn't try to be clever. So, oh, Skinline just said that the Witch Doctor helps loosen up your CPU. All the puke helps memory allocation. <laughs> I think he's got something there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, you might be losing some of that memory, you know, puking it all over the place. So, um, our question at the show from last episode, or I mean, not last episode, but that we posed in our last episode was what is your, or what would be your ideal brink 
brink? What is what's wrong with me? Um, what would be your ideal length between seasons? Oh my goodness. Why did I struggle to get that out? Um, so Leviathan responded Word. and he said one to two weeks. Give some time to settle the stash consolidation. Try new stuff in the patch and take a break and prepare the body. Yeah, because uh, we, we know Leviathan's probably going to do a 48-hour stream next time. You know, and he'll <laughs> he'll be doing Greater Rift ninety by the by the end of the stream, and you know he'll be rank one with his Thorn Seder, unless they nerf it to the ground with the latest PTR patch build that just deployed today. And then right. uh, Nightball, his his cohort over on the West March Workshop said, "I will second this two week break. It gives us a breather and lets us not rush right back into things." And um, with all the stuff that I have in this, that I'm going to be transferring over into non-season, yeah, it would be nice to have a little bit of extra time. Uh, Kagurai, Le Blue, K. Gary said, a week at most. Oftentimes, my breaks occur during the later parts of the season anyways. So, hmm. yeah, I can see that. Uh, let's see, Korova said, I'd say two weeks. More would be boring. Less would be stress would be too stressful. And Sean Pacconi said two weeks. Walkman 8, otherwise known as Reclaw, said two to three weeks seems fine. Play other games, take a mental break, decide what type of... Oh, boy. What puke Dr. Variant to bug Navic with. Ha, <laughs> Yes! Thanks, thanks Reclaw. Woohoo! I think he's still... Lo I think he's still in our chat room. If he is, I probably should mute him before he starts spamming me with more puke stuff. Scott... Bowdery, sorry, I butchered his last name, said for in between seasons, I think a week is long enough. Uh, Blaine Train 23 said four to five days at most. And I believe this is Joseph with a five instead of an S said uh, long enough to complete all achievements. Um, there was a trend with these past three tweets because uh, Nevelistus retweeted us. And I think reading comprehension kind of went out the window because everybody thought it was a reference to how long seasons should be and not the break in between so i i think i think he was saying uh, just long enough to complete all the achievements that's how long a season should be so what a month but uh play writer two said why wait most people that are into seasons don't play non-seasons anymore mm. well yeah i guess and uh, i mean come on when's the last time you've t have you touched your uh, non-season characters other than just to kind of check their stash or in between seasons. Yeah, that, that hoarder mentality, you know. It's just like, mm -hmm. um, because I did a PTR, I copied my characters from live over onto the PTR, and I have like, I think I have like 50,000 of each material non-season now that's just wow. accumulated between all four seasons. <laughs> so I'm like, wow, I can make stuff for days. And not ever, mm -hmm. not even put a dent in this. But uh, our last response came from Retro One Cherry, and he says, A few days. The thing I love about a new season is the enjoyment of seeing item upgrades and becoming more powerful. I don't know. Those short ones to me just, like, and what I mean by short is, like, anything under two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> like, five days, four days. It's like, oh, no, I don't want to jump right back into another one. I understand, like, at this point, it's going to be probably, what, four or five weeks before the next season starts anyways from now even longer I, I don't know yeah but I mean I don't know I just don't 
I guess at that point, you know, we're talking like a month in between, then I'd be jumping into it. But, I mean, if we're going to go, like, right, like, they decide, okay, every three months, there need to be a couple weeks in there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can't you can't just jump straight into it. I mean, some people can. You know, don't yeah. get me wrong. I mean, some of you, and you, all for it, go for it, my friends. But for me, it's just like, no, I, I want that break. I, I need that break. Yeah, I mean, the other question is, I mean, if they... I mean, this kind of was a question posed. Um, Ziggy D sat down with, uh, 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 what is it, Rob Martin? Kevin Martin and Don Vu. And um, they were talking about, you know, the pace, you know, how much content that they're that they're just pumping out. And whether they, you know, I think it was uh, Kevin said after after patch 2.1, he was like, Man, we, we definitely can't do we we can't do bigger patches than this. And then two two came out and it was bigger. And they're like, no no no, we definitely can't do a patch as big as this again. And then two three came out and then you know two four seems to be even bigger than patch two point three. And mm-hmm. is it a pace that they can maintain? And I mean, feasibly, no, no. They, I mean, monetarily, I mean, I think Blizzard, you know, from what what came out of that interview that PC Games N did when they interviewed Josh and he mentioned that you know coming from you know the head of Blizzard you know Mr. Mike Morheim said you know we we need to we need to keep that good faith going with our with our Diablo fans and that might be because maybe we will be seeing a Diablo 4 but it's years away so mm-hmm. i don't know but I mean, Diablo's done really, really, really well, isn't it? Like, I believe it is the highest-selling PC game ever. So, you know, there's there's that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's still plenty of money that came in from that game. So it's just, you know, I don't think they're. It feels like they're not getting pressured to say, okay, you have to come out with the next um, expansion, or you have to do the next, you know, patch at this certain amount of time or whatever it is it sounds like they've had a lot of great ideas mm-hmm. um, that that started developing a couple of years ago when the game first came out and they were like okay we've got a lot of things that are wrong what do we need to fix this with and they're probably they probably have several storyboards full of ideas yep where they're like okay does this make sense to put it in now how, how about this right. or hey right. let's start developing this and see where it goes and then it, in other game systems or other ide- items come out of that from the original ideas so it just could be that at you know they maybe they are going to start running out of ideas but it doesn't feel like it's been happening in the last year no it seems like they're implementing and putting more and more of these ideas into play yeah and it just might be that you know they they have enough to go for like two three more patches they may be running out i don't know and they would know that yeah i know that they're looking at putting the nemesis system like bringing that from the consoles over to pc um, environment mm-hmm. so that might be the quote-unquote big feature of patch 2.5 but um, I mean I honestly while I'm sure that some of the fan base would not appreciate it I would be okay with ending a season not getting a patch and starting up a new season you know after after kind of a break I mean this is obviously a, probably a little bit further down the line when they do start running out of ideas you know to justify putting in patches but you know they, they could do small patches where they just update you know more and more legendaries that have that have nothing you know no powers and 
that will shake up the meta quite a lot because uh you know with the non-set set you know the legacy of nightmares just updating those legendaries opens up new possibilities new metas that could exist mm-hmm. um so it's it's exciting i i mean diablo is set i mean the, this is the legacy that you know this is this will be diablo 3's legacy going forward not you know not era 37 you know not uh mm-hmm. not the real money auction house you know it, it's going to be you know going forward from i would say probably patch 2.2 you know it's just yeah we're we're, we're uh, i think i mean we're in the golden start times. back at patch 2.0 before yeah the drop of reaper well i mean may- just maybe definitely the game changed so much yeah yeah i mean the game did change a lot but now the meta's changed so much since then mm, that's true I mean, patch 2.1, the introduction of greater rifts, and then, you know, patch 2.1.2 with the introduction of ancient items, and uh, just patch 2.3 with the Knight's Cube, it's just, and then 2.4 with augmentation, oh my goodness, it's, it's getting, it's getting crazy, so. Yeah, it almost feels like the development team for Diablo is just, not only did Mike Morheim say, go ahead and, you know, do what you can, we need to make up whatever to the player base. But it's almost like they've been given complete freedom to be as creative, as wild, and as you know, pushing the boundaries as possible mm-hmm. with what they have to, to not only improve the game, but you know what? Maybe we might see some of these game systems elsewhere. I mean, just for example, wow, they're now going to take the transmog and put that in a completely separate stat or uh, tab or whatever. It's kind of like how it is in Diablo, mm-hmm. where instead of taking up storage space, you just go and click on whatever item you want and uh, boom, you can transmog your gear into that. Yeah, I mean, like the game systems, it seems like they're also pushing the limits on that to see what they can do to, say, to not only make it up, so to speak, to the player base, but to really improve the quality of the game. And, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I like it. I, I think it's a lot more fun. Yeah, and um, actually, speaking of Legion, when that does get launched, could we please have a break of about a month between seasons? That way, <laughs> you know, I can take a month vacation in Azeroth. <laughs> yeah, and then all the people who play Diablo and who do not play WoW are going to be like, shut up, Nebu. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid WoW player. It's like, yeah, but, you know, my, my heart my heart will always be in Sanctuary. But, you know, WoW was the only other game that has ever... You know, I, I have ever played as long as Diablo, and so you know. I'm with you, my friend. Yeah, definitely are. So, our question for the next show, this should be an interesting one, and um, because I'm still not sure what I'm going to do, I think I'm leaning towards one direction, but not a hundred percent certain because I keep hearing exciting things like, "Ooh, maybe I'll do that," or "Oh, that sounds great." So uh, the question will be, what class should Nevik focus on next season? And I guess we can add on, you know, whether or not softcore or hardcore. Folks, don't waste your time responding with Puke Doctor. Just just don't do it. <laughs> I'm not going to play a Puke Doctor. So save, save your fingers from typing out those letters. It's not going to happen ever. So end of story. Nope. It'll never happen again. So there we go. Well, that'll be our question for next show. I don't know the way the way you like smashing things. I mean, I still think um, monks kind of right up your alley, but barbarian might be fun. Yeah. Well, I I mean, I I 
definitely enjoyed Barb this season. I mean, that was my second character that I rolled in season four. Mm-hmm. And I still would like to make a push with Barb, you know, doing Hoda. So, you know, I, I guess I have that. Plus, I, Wizard, you know, Wizard sounds great. And really looking forward to this Shadow Mantle build. Although, no Blades of Azanoth really irks me. I mean, it was just mm-hmm. it, just too perfect. Just too darn perfect to not have that. But now it's like, right. after seeing what... Um, what Shadow Mantles does and the daggers and or sword, I believe the sword of ill will. Um, it's like maybe it would be kind of hard to fit Blades of Azanoth in. But um, I don't know. It, it, it'd be interesting. I, I guess it would have to be something that would do some kind of demonic transformation. Kind of like how, you know, the Corrupted Ashbringer has that uh, visual graphic change to your character. They could do it in just yell at you are not prepared something like that <laughs> you are not prepared yeah so speaking of not being prepared let's talk about patreon i don't know why that was a segue but whatever transition <laughs> terrible segue yeah um <laughs> sorry sorry nineball but that that was great you you have to do that every time that you transition over on westmarch workshop now um <laughs> before we dive yeah. into the non-existent email which there are none so i guess we'll be you know before we get to the news we are running a patreon campaign you, where you can help support the show you can become a patron of the shattered soulstone by going to patreon.com soulstone and making a monthly pledge each and every pledge is greatly appreciated it shows how much you love us how much you want us to keep doing this how like you're you're invested in in you know you want us to do great things so thank you so much for your continued support absolutely thank you yeah and like i said guys are awesome yep this is uh we didn't get a single single solitary email so i guess you guys hate us Uh, oh wait no (laughs) No. i'm just kidding you know we're we're deep into season four just fingers are tired yeah right it's been a long long year already i I don't want to know what your fingers have been up to that have tired them out but uh you know but uh I don't know. Maybe they're slicing them. <laughs> you can send an email to show at shatteredsoulstone.com. You can also send us an audio if you would rather, you know, do that. Maybe you're super verbose, so maybe you don't want to type out that. And you're just walking along, you know, maybe next to some cows and you decide, you know what? I'm, I'm going to share some thoughts with, with the guys over at Shattered Soulstone and Gal. You know, can't can't forget Jen, which I neglected to say. Did I mention that Lantonio was in a blizzard and Jen is sick? She got... Uh, not during the show. No, I think that was before the show even started. Whoops. See, I'm getting old. You know, things that happen, time wibbly wobbly. Things, yeah, anyways. Um. So yeah, Jen caught con card even though she didn't go to the con. So, and yeah, Lantonio called me and was like, I'm in a blizzard. So it's like, okay, well, maybe we won't see him tonight. But he said he was going to try. We will see. So there has been some news on the Diablo front from Blizzard. I mean, uh, the there was a new PTR patch deployed. Hopefully they fixed some of the glaring issues. Like, I know that they fixed the Iron Skin snapshotting with the uh, Crusaders. So they fixed that. They also adjusted the damage that Iron Skin did because they made some adjustments to how the weapon hack 
works in conjunction with Thorn's damage. So, um, like, Wyatt did this, uh, um, he responded on, I think it was on the official forums, like, somebody was like, whoa, they, they buffed, they buffed Iron Skin from 100% increase of Thorn's damage to 300%, and Wyatt came in there and was like, well, you know, you're only getting half the picture from the data mine because, you know, this works in conjunction with another change that we made that brings it right around where we want it, and, like, very mathy explanation Essentially, it is somewhat of a nerf, but it's it's in such a fashion that should bring the Crusaders, the Thornsader, back in line. So, um, other fixes was hopefully they fixed the problem with the Saint Archie's gauge gloves, because that was interesting. You could get hit by anything, and the shield would stay there, and so as long as a monster didn't come up and take away the shield in one hit, you were essentially immortal. So there's that. So they fixed all that. They did have to do a progress wipe because of the super inflated greater rifts that people were clearing with the uh, thorns snapshotting with the thorns of the invoker with the crusaders. They, I think they were clearing like greater rift 150, something like that. Something ridiculous. So, you know, you get all these what? gems super high. Yeah, well, I mean, essentially what you could do is you could spend the beginning of your, of your greater rift you would apply iron skin and so that that would double your your thorns damage you'd go back through the portal because that snapshots your thorns damage so you'd go through the portal wait for your cooldowns to come down come through then you would hit iron skin again it would double it again and then you go back through snapshotting it you know iron skin again and just you know back and forth until the point where you just like run through and you're one shotting everything so yeah, so that's how they were doing that, you know, big. Wow. And people didn't think, you know what, maybe we shouldn't be doing this because it will give us a very unrealistic expectation of what this class can do and what this set can do. But, you know, they, they were just, they were having fun. They, they weren't actually there to test, so. Um, so, yeah, there was a bunch of stuff data mined. I mean, Diablo fans, they... they they posted this picture where they data mined all these portrait frames that are coming. Some of them are incredible. I mean, absolutely incredible. There was one that had an imperious theme to it. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> but, I mean, if we go off this, if these are, you know, future seasons, they have portrait frames for, I think it was like eight seasons going forward. Or more, I think, actually. So... <laughs> and they're probably adding more right now because you know the artists are super excited and portrait frames aren't too difficult to pump out so i know i, I like some of those yeah plus wings and there's pets and all kinds of stuff you know just all all awesome stuff also um if you if you're listening to this right now i think you have like until sunday or yeah i think it's until sunday to still be able to view all the uh, video on demand from BlizzCon 2015 with your virtual ticket or if you went mm -hmm. if you went to BlizzCon. Um, but you go to that website, they posted up a bunch of photos that they took during the event itself and it generated a new meme with our with our boys, you know, um, our boys. It's because if, you know, well we're we're a big happy family, you know. <laughs> so it's a picture where Nineball's standing up and he's got the he's just got he's like awestruck 
Meanwhile, Leviathan's like super happy. Monstrous is not actually looking at his phone. And then you got uh, Thunderclaw. Ah. And I don't know who the guy on the very right is. But the meme was, when that smoking hot cosplay babe hits the stage. <laughs> of course. I know. And the look on their faces is like, oh my god, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's... I, this picture has been submitted to a meme generator, so there's been lots of other memes generated from this picture. Oh, it's so good. It's so very, very, very good. I uh, already talked about Diablo Diaries, so go check that out. Um, I was... Go- well, I guess we can still link these. They, 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 information might not be quite as accurate anymore, because evidently in the PTR they did some adjustments to the set dungeons. But uh, Quinn went through and he did guides on how to complete all four of the monk set dungeons. So we'll include links to that. Some of it may still be relevant. Some of it may not be with the changes because uh, with the they actually released updated patch notes for this patch deploy. And the monk, all four of them were touched. So I have to go... T- have to go check that out hopefully they did something with the monsters in the uliana's one. Oh god it was such a pain in the butt they were so spread out so spread out you had to use cyclone strike it was there was you, you had no choice uh what yeah and they're, they're touching your monk stuff and uh oh i i see somebody added j max initial impressions of the puke doctor and patch 2.4 so yeah, I've been you know I keep searching around and I keep mentioning things J Mac does and totally forgetting his name every time. No. <laughs> but uh, I've been you know that's just me. I mean I'm getting old. I don't you know hey whatever. But seriously, no, he does some great videos, especially around the witch doctor. And he was kind of one of the first people I saw that threw up something for <laughs> quite yeah, literally, right? Uh, literally about the witch doctor in 2.4 and it was some really great nuggets this is a great video about 22 minutes long you're not helping this visual <laughs> no, i'm really not at all and uh in it i mean just some some great things like about how the set turns or one of the sets turns the um toad of hugeness and to licking things instead of <laughs> eating it because just simply because you can't damage the monsters that are in there yeah you know while it's eating it so it's just like you know i mean just like things like that and then uh how like uh, the power creep on some of the gear it's it's amazing like i actually did find the uh two pieces for the hell tooth and um on the ptr and it was amazing because what it'll do is anything that's already haunted will uh, will do 120 seconds worth of haunt damage oh my god the second time it gets hit with your haunt <laughs> I know. I'm like, I have totally crap gear on this uh, witch doctor that I'm using. Like, one I haven't even used in, mu- in, like, I don't know, probably two years. And just that spell alone, like, I'm hitting things for, like, billions. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my goodness. Forget it. Coming in patch so, 2.5, yeah, I mean, Torment 11 through 20. Exactly. <laughs> I, I think either they're going to tone some things down because they kind of have to in, in some areas. Or... Um, it's going to let the creep keep going, and you're right. Torment 11 through 20. Who knows? Or at least, yeah, at least check out the 15, probably. Because, I mean, if we... It's still early in the PTR, and people were doing 87s, 90s, without too much effort. And this isn't even with fishing, you know, for, for those good riffs. So, I mean, 
maybe solo 100 maybe not possible but definitely with a group people will doing it, be doing it so you know it's, oh yeah yeah i mean that that's just that's going to you know they they've they've made strides to lessen that divide between solo play and group play but when you start when when groups can start doing you know 10 greater rift levels over a solo player you know that's just yeah it's yeah it's crazy so <laughs> but uh you know may, maybe paragon 3000 in one season will be a thing you know and then patch 2.5 you know paragon 8000 will be a thing maybe by patch 2.6 they'll have to actually extend the paragon to go over 10,000 levels and go out to 20,000 and the numbers are going to get so redonkulously huge at that point i don't even want to think about that but <laughs> mega damage yes mega damage <laughs> and then they'll release you know the second expansion and you know throw us all off they'll be like ha ha we totally fooled you we're not doing diablo 4 no it we're we're going to go we're going to go save leah's soul or something like that <laughs> but in order to do it you have to go get wurt's leg again for some reason because yeah it's petrified and never mind um, yeah. <laughs> Boy, you're not helping this out either no, today. <laughs> no, definitely not. So, uh, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, I, I was trying to find more guides for set dungeons, um, just so that my monk bias wasn't so, you know, you know, like right in your face, but I couldn't really find anything. But now with the set dungeons, you know, having some adjustments, maybe we'll just hold off on including links on that. Maybe this will... We'll, we'll see how it goes, because I don't think they can really afford to do too long of a PTR. So Thanksgiving's next week, so I wouldn't expect much to happen on the PTR. But the week after, you know, I would expect mm -hmm. big things. So It's probably going to be a big push for a couple of weeks in December. And then, you know, you will, it'll be quiet for at least the two weeks around Christmas, Christmas yeah. and New Year. Yeah, I... I think they'll probably aim to finish season four out before Christmas for sure, because that makes sense. You know, I don't think they want you to still be, you know, making that push on the leaderboards, neglecting your family during the holidays, especially for Christmas. Oh, why? And I mean, seriously, you mean they're not like a blood sucking corporation like the one I work for? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Please continue. But, uh, well, you know, I yeah, but Blizzard, you know, unless they really get into this Krampus theme, you know. Have you seen the trailers for that movie, by the way? It, no, no. Uh, what was that again? It's Krampus. It's um. Oh yes, yes, I saw one of those. That, it's that is crazy. It is a real, well, not real, but you know, it's a mythological creature, you know, from Germany, mm -hmm. you know, uh, kind of like our Santa Claus, you know. Except it was a, it, it was a, goat, a humanoid with goat-like features that would take away naughty children, around the home. So it's kind of like uh, Kazra. Yeah. <laughs> with a Santa Claus outfit on. <laughs> yep. And I, I was like, wow, we are, I, I, I guess you know, horror movies they they have to keep pushing those boundaries and don't think there's ever been a movie about Krampus before so there we go and oh my goodness no, I'm no. so sorry Karova I we just got a tiny bit 
you know, just the tip of our other games and entertainment, you know, our post-show in the show. Sorry, Corolla. <laughs> That's okay. He probably turned it off already. Yeah. But pulling it back, the, uh, ta- uh, the ta- yeah, the talent show winners um, at BlizzCon, I forget the name of the group, but they did the Cow King, the Cow King Swing. That's what it was. <laughs> I love it. And they all wore cow hats or helmets or whatever, you know, ma- making them all look like cows. It was it was cool. Mm. It was cool. I I didn't really actually like the music, but that's okay. I I I like swing music, but it wasn't that great. So, well, at least the ver- the Directv feed was not so great. It might have, it was probably a lot better there live. Yeah, I'm just gonna say that. So, anyways, I think that's pretty much all that we got before we go into the post show oh, okay. after the show. So you the show after the show, huh? Yeah, I have been listening. To, no, I'm just kidding. You have been listening to. Oh my god, please! <laughs> I, t- all right, all right. I'll I'll, tr- I'll try it. We'll we'll see we'll see how far I can get with this before my before my my throat ruptures. Oh no 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 no! You don't have to do that, please. You don't, you really don't have to try to strain yourself. <laughs> okay. It's okay. All right. You have been listening to episode 106 of the Shattered Soulstone Your Diablo Community Podcast. If you've missed an episode, you can find the show blog and listen to the show archives over at ShatteredSoulStone.com. If you want to come join us in game, join our in-game community, aptly named Shattered Soulstone, and join the chat channel to talk with other folks from the community in-game. This show is powered by you, the listener, so send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com. We love Twitter. Come join and tweet with us. You can find the show Twitter at ShatteredStone. I'm at Nevik James. Jen is at Queen of Haiku. Brasia is at the underscore Brasia. And our fourth musketeer is at Lantonio. We would like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Dawnforge Productions for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from the Dawnforge at thedawnforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Or until next time from all of us here at the Shattered Soulstone. I'm going to be wondering what happened to me. That was terrible. This podcast is copyright 2015 Dawnforge Productions. Thank you for listening. Check us out at thedawnforge.com.